Backyard Green Films is proud to present this episode of Agriculture with your host, Alara Bowman. Alara and her husband, Rick, travel throughout the land in their travel trailer, which they have nicknamed Bessie, bringing you stories about their travels and the people they meet. They visit farmers, ranchers, and just about anyone who loves putting their hands in the dirt or their feet in stirrups. For the past few years, they have been filming a documentary entitled The Holstein Dilemma, Heritage Breeds and the Need for Biodiversity, which will be coming out this fall. In those travels, they have gotten to meet some very interesting people. Here's one of those interviews. Hi, this is Alara. Welcome back to our podcast. We often have cultural references in our podcasts. Sometimes it's a movie or a book or a TV show or a song. Obviously, we love that kind of thing, and I think there's such a big draw to Rick and I because the stories in those types of media are a reflection of us as a society. They tell a tale about people, both as single organisms and communally in that big lump we call humanity. These stories talk about the little issues we dwell upon and the big concepts that face us all, the things that make us what we are, good and bad, light and dark, the hopeful and hopeless struggles, the depths of despair and the heights of ecstasy, the connections we make as we're all stumbling about in the dark trying to exist on this big spinning ball of dirt. But today, the movie in our cultural reference is the podcast, and I'm hoping at the end of this one you'll take one extra step to reach out and learn a little bit more. We've put links to the movie and some further reading at the end of our podcast intro for you. This movie made me smile and cry. It was about technology and science. It made me hopeful and sad. It was a story about life and death, resurrection and connection. It's about technology and fractal geometry and dirt, among other things. But for me, it was a story mostly about hope and magic. Now, when I say the word magic, most of you probably immediately think of witches and wizards or hobbits. Technology might spur thoughts of Tron or the Matrix. And when I say it made me cry, you might think there was some kind of tragic romance or heroic death, a struggle of the bringers of life against the unavoidable encroachment of our mortality a self-sacrificing character that did something that put the good of the many above the good of the one. And all of those things are true on this one, but not in the way you might think. The movie I saw was Fantastic Fungi, The Magic Beneath Us. This is a documentary film that stimulated thought in a way that was worth way more than what it cost to stream it. But let me digress for a minute to talk about why this was important to me this week. It's Thanksgiving here in the U.S., and it's often the one holiday that people are more likely to stop and take stock of what we have and what it's worth to us. What we're thankful for, anyway. It's the time when we make a real effort to connect with family and friends. It often ends up with all the family arguing over what time to show up, or who will bring what dish, or which ball game to watch on TV or in the house I grew up, whether or not the TV was off-limits altogether when we were supposed to be enjoying each other's company. Even if it's that Chevy Chase-style holiday moment where we love and we hate our relatives in equal measure, most of us do take stock at that moment where we say to ourselves, what am I thankful for this year? 
So this year, that's an interesting question. With all the weird apocalyptic stuff going on, what on earth is there to be thankful for? And who am I supposed to be collectively thankful with in a time where we're not supposed to be together? If I don't sit at a dining room table with 14 other relatives and eat Aunt Frida's nasty yam and marshmallow dish and see those people sitting across the table from me, am I completely isolated and disconnected from them and the rest of the people in my universe? I'm sure many of you are asking the same types of questions to yourselves this year. I can't answer about the staring at relatives and yam dish thing, but I can tell you a strange thing that happened at our house and in our neighborhood this year. And it's something completely unexpected that started with dirt. Okay, so Rick and I have always had a garden, but it's more in the realm of entertainment for me than for food production. I love rich soil and digging in the dirt and mulch and composting and growing things and seeing the magic that happens when you put all those things together. But I haven't really gotten serious about the food part of it until this year, when I assumed that food security just might play a bigger role in our universe than it previously had. So we put in garden beds all across the front of our yard, and we got together with a few gardening neighbors to split about 20 yards of soil amendment and compost, and we went a little nutty with the online seed order at Baker Creek Seeds. We planned and planted, and sure enough, all kinds of things popped up. Around this time, my neighbor Nicole started her extra harvest share project doing free veggie and fruit distribution to all those that had extra and those that had none, so we also had a little sign up in the front yard for her. Right about this time, we went into lockdown here in California, so most everyone was working from home. And all of a sudden, with the gyms closed, the exercise of choice was to walk or bike or run around your local streets in a way that most people had not done before. And for me, both my exercise and my moment of zen is when I grab a shovel and I go dig in my front yard with my chickens. And because of this, all of a sudden, I was coming face-to-face -face in contact with many neighbors that I had never met before as they passed in front of my house. A good 75% of them would stop and admire that big green wall of veggies popping up. And of course, after meeting the new person, the natural thing to come out of my mouth would be, feel free to take whatever you might like that looks good to you. Zucchini are going crazy right now. You want a bag? We put a sign up after a week or so of that, announcing, This is a community garden. Please help yourself to veggies and seeds. And then, magic started to happen. All of a sudden, we had people stopping by and standing in the sun to admire the garden, or to pick what was ripe, or to rummage through the seed box. And they waved as they drove by in their cars. Kids would run down the street to our house to see if the chickens were out. Our neighborhood became something better and stronger. This entire year has been filled with isolation and angst and division amongst many people. The time of COVID has brought some pretty horrid things to our doorstep. But the amazingly positive thing that's occurred is that in the midst of this horrible, nasty period with disease and unrest and angst, the thing that I am truly, truly thankful for this year has been completely unexpected. I have truly begun to feel like I live in a real community. This has always been a nice, quiet neighborhood, and the neighbors smile and wave as they pass each other. And a few of us will get together periodically or chat over a shovel in the street. Once a year, we have a Halloween party and invite everyone, but that was about it. So now, 
It amazes me that of the 20 years I've lived in this neighborhood, I've felt more fundamental connection to my neighborhood community than I've ever felt before. And it started with big mulch piles in the street and my hubby with a wheelbarrow helping to move compost around. And then it turned into a conversation about, take a zucchini, please. But it's more than that now. We're connected. Neighbors come by to pick veggies in a community garden in our front yard. Those that have extra food drop it off in the front of the little sign. Rick built more garden beds and moved more compost around the block than he ever thought he would, and our little urban community ended up using about 25 cubic yards of compost in just the first three months. We have five people on our street who didn't have gardens before, but who are proudly showing off their hard-earned produce. The neighborhood kids are digging grubs for our chickens and dropping them off at the front gate. Some of our senior neighbors and newbie gardeners who needed help have asked for it and everyone has pitched in in some way. Please take time to see the documentary Fantastic Fungi. There is magic in the amazing organisms we call fungi, just like there is in groups of people living together in a little San Diego neighborhood in the time of COVID. A community working together, separated and yet brought together by something that seemed like it held no positivity We'll be bringing you interviews soon with the mushroom people, never fear. But in the meantime, please look at the ground beneath your feet and think of the amazing life that you can't see but still exists. This often inconspicuous organism, fungi, works its magic. And when it's done, it brings life where there was death. Whether it's leaves or bark or plastic or bones or animals or used motor oil, these amazing little miracles connect with others like them and with others completely unlike them to bring resurrection within the soil, to break down waste that we thought was useless or hopeless and turn it into something clean again that supports life in an abundant fashion. It's more than science or technology or chemistry. It's hope and a little bit of magic. If you liked our podcast, please subscribe. This is how we keep going. And please ask your friends to join us. Please also feel free to post any comments or questions to our social media sites. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook under Backyard Green Films. Thanks again for listening. We would like to thank all of our listeners and Patreon supporters for helping us bring this podcast to you each week. We hope that you all stay safe and have a joyous week. Until next time, take care. You have been listening to Agriculture with your host, Alara Bowman. Please tune in for more upcoming episodes from our travels. I'm Rick Bowman, your behind-the-scenes editor. Until next time. This has been a presentation of Backyard Green Films Productions, all rights reserved, copyright 2020.